Go. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Absolute 10 and 6. I am Big Town Brown. With me always is Dark Batman. Dark, what's going on, buddy? Did you have a good Christmas? Oh, I had a wonderful Christmas. Wonderful. It's always a good Christmas coming off a of Brown's win, you know? I mean, it's I mean, it's been a while. Uh, since it's been what two years since we had we could say we had a um, a victory right before Christmas. Well, the J- yep, the Jamie Meter block kick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And before that, I think was the the Forty uh, ers game with Mike Pettin. And then yeah. before that, would uh, you'd have to go back to like 2013, 2012, something like that. Because I know yep. we didn't we didn't win anything in the last month of uh, twenty fourteen, but. I'm getting on the negative start tonight, which is not good because yeah, let's it's, not get it's, on it's, it's, it's a victory. Positive, upbeat show. It's victory. It's a victory, it's a victory show. show. I mean, that's right. We spent a whole year last. Well, okay, it's half a year till we gave up uh, talking about losses and losses and losses and losses, and now we actually have wins. We've had three yeah. in a row. That, oh, my yeah. friend, is called a win streak. Yeah, we're going streaking. Through the quad to the gymnasium. Did you see the uh, post by Cleveland Browns Twitter account? I did. It had Greg uh, Williams going streaking. Oh, I, whoever's running that 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 that, that yeah. Twitter page, high five. I agree. Whoever's in charge of their social media absolutely does a bang up job. And it's gotten it, better, yet. It's, it I, does. I mean, this this team's given them all sorts of material to work with, too. I mean, well, yeah, because, I mean, like, the last couple of years, I mean, there wasn't really anything to work with. I think they saw what was going on with the Cleveland Indians. It's like, mm-hmm. we got to step up our game, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, coming in, coming into this game against the Bengals, I mean, with no A.J. Green and Boyd being out and Driscoll starting, I mean, you got to. You gotta win. You gotta win these winnable games. That's all there is to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind kind of like how the Panthers game was is very winnable, and the Broncos game was winnable, and yeah. you know we we won all three. As a matter of fact, you know, you know we haven't beaten a team. Well, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase this. Every team we beat this season all have records of six and nine right now. Really? Ain't that a weird stat? All of them have six and nine, or six and all nine or less. All of them are at six and nine. Are you kidding? Every team we've beaten. Really? Yep, I gotta look this up. Like, like, y- y- really? Yep. And and another weird stat I'm sure everybody knows about: all of our wins have came against animal teams. The Jets weren't an animal team. Eh, okay, I see that. Okay, non-humans, sure. non-humans, non-human teams. Yes. Yeah, I know. You're, I know you're talking about okay. non-humans. Let me rephrase that: non-human teams. We haven't exactly. lost. We haven't lost to a animal team this year. You can say that. Correct. That is a true statement. Yeah. yeah. Let me rephrase that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we haven't lost to an animal team. But yeah, I mean, our, our wins over the, um, you know, over the Falcons. No, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. The Falcons are four and five. I'm about to say. No, the Falcons were four and five at the time. They are six and nine currently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So every team that we've beaten currently has a record of six and nine. That's crazy. Huh. That is a weird stat. It is. Well, no, 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 you're wrong. The Jets, you once again, you're wrong. The Jets are 4-11. The fucking Jets game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you, why do you keep bringing that up? Because it was our first win in two years. <laughs> I mean, that's the game you're never going to forget. Like you, you said, never, it's your first. You, you, yeah, you never forget that. Well, no, no, you're never going to forget that Jets game because that was the game that we saw Baker and what he could do. Oh, yeah. He came out there and he's just like. Dart, dart, dart. Hello. Dart. Hello. Just, just beautiful hello 
hello, Cleveland Browns fans. I'm here to take your daughter to prom. <laughs> and I will not have her back by 11. <laughs> and he'll he'll say that, but he'll turn out, he'll bring her back at like eight, or, or 1045. Because oh, yeah, he's that he's that guy. He he'll joke yeah. about like yeah I ain't bringing her back or, or anytime soon. And then he he literally brings her back like a half an hour early and yeah. Yeah, but as he's leaving, he's gonna give you the stare down in the window. <laughs> that stare down. <laughs> oh my. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that little stare down. Uh, what do you what do you think about that? Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I fucking love it too. Oh god. I mean, I'm all for the pettiness. Run it right past him. You stare him down, and then you mm. smirk, and then he turns around, and he starts to backpedal mm. and just continuously stares at you. And then they cut to Hugh's face, and he's just kind of got that motherfucker look, you know? You mean the look he's always had, that, like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing look? Like, like the only thing that would have made that better is if Njoku got the touchdown. Like, I mean, he was two yards shy of it. Had he got the touchdown and Baker went down to celebrate and he was doing that, that would have been even better because that would have put uh, Baker Mayfield one touchdown away from Peyton Manning's rookie record, which is ridiculous. Well, Peyton Manning and Russell Wilson have that record tied at 26. Yeah, yeah. Well, Baker's Baker Baker's currently in sole second place at 24. Um, so he would essentially need three touchdowns this coming weekend against the Ravens to break it, to break it, and which is, I mean, two touchdowns is easily achievable. Three touchdowns isn't a far stretch. No. And you got to also you think know? he's been doing, he did this in what, two and a half less games than yes. Peyton Manning and Russell Wilson. Cause he didn't start at the beginning of the season. It's kind of like with Nick, Nick Chubb breaking, uh, uh, um, uh, Jim Brown's, uh, uh, rookie rushing record. And I'm not going to mention another guy who broke it because he's, he's, he's not very good, but, uh, sure. uh, and he's doing it with what? He didn't have any major carries until week seven. That's yeah. just crazy. And so, well, all... you know, and, and he was kind of, and he was kind of forced into action too. You got, mm-hmm. you got Jackass Hugh Jackson that didn't want to play him for some odd reason, or Haley that didn't want to feature him for some odd reason. You know, so Dorsey pretty much said, "Okay, you know, I can get value." And you know, Duke's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Chubb's not going. You know, Chubb's definitely not going anywhere. You know, I can get value out of Carlos Hyde. And traded Carlos Hyde away and forced the hand, you know, to yeah. play to play Chubb. And really, it didn't even force the hand because they still weren't featuring Chubb that much. Yeah, I mean, because you gotta think, like, like there for what week three, four, or five, whatever it was, Chubb would get like two carries and like twenty five yards per carry, and and yeah. he's like, and Todd's like, ha ha ha, yeah, I need to get him to play more. Well, then, yeah. it's not rocket science. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you just saw him with 19 carries rack up 112 yards. Now, granted, the Bengals' defense isn't all that great, but still, you know, he's still averaging almost six yards per carry there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's doing pretty damn good. But Speaking of doing damn good, that fucking pass from Jarvis Landry. How about that dime? Oh, oh, oh. I'm But Baker Mayfield had the exact same reaction as everybody else. He's like, what? What the fuck? How you the saw, fuck did that the, work? You heard the mic. You heard oh, yeah. the mic'd up. You heard yeah. the mic'd up when Treader said that. Yeah. Uh, he goes. Mm. He goes. Hey man, we're mic'd up on this one. He goes. I think this play will work. And Baker. And Baker says, Well, if it doesn't work, it's not going on the highlight reel. <laughs> I love that whole thing. All of it. Uh, I didn't realize until after a, a day after the game that Landry's left-handed and he threw that bomb left-handed. I didn't realize that either. Yeah. Left-handed, he went. He, he went straight up Michael Vick on the field and just launched that back when Mike. Mike uh, what was it, 2007 or whatever it was? Michael Vick. Just, I mean, it was crazy. I mean, and you, 
love. You know what was? You know what was super, super, super great about that play. What's that? Is that? Um, I don't know if you paid too much attention to it, but that look from the offense was the same look that we gave um, the Panthers. Yeah. That's the exact same look mm-hmm. we gave the Panthers and, and Jarvis's uh, sweep there. Yeah, I. But, uh... And instead of the sweep, I mean, it, we had the counter, quick fake handoff, then he pitches it. I, who was he pitching it to first? Perryman? I almost, I think it was Hillard. Hillard. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, we had no, 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 pitch no. the Hillard. It was but Callaway. I'm about the Callaway. The triple reverse. I think it was Callaway. Okay, Callaway. Yeah. Callaway. And then back to Juice. Yeah, but so it was like it was like a, uh, a a fake handoff, a pitch to Callaway, a pitch to Landry. Um, if he he had the option to run it too, from what I hear, mm-hmm. and Baker Baker looked like he was getting set up for a block, and then he just yeah. launched it. When he launched it, I was like, I was like, what the crap? You know, this is gonna get picked. They, these passes always get picked, and he wasn't that wide open at all. No, but also- I mean, he had his he had his guy beat by maybe a step or two, but it, you know that, that's a ball you're you're taking from a. You know, one of those trick plays, I mean, it's either hung up in there and picked off, batted down, or he's wide-ass open and catches it, you know. But he wasn't that wide-ass open well, at all. Well, well, here, in my defense, is, uh, uh, or in his defense, actually, it was, I think we ran the same type of play a couple weeks ago. It wasn't as big of a bomb, and yeah. it was into the end zone. He did not, or the ball was right where it needed to be. The, the thing was, and the, for the uh, receiver to catch it, and I can't remember who the receiver was, uh, but... Uh, it was just well defended. It wasn't because, you know, the bat the pass was bad or he overthrew the guy or underthrew the guy. No, the pass was, you know, straight where it needed to be, like straight through a s- small target, like throwing a water or a, a football through a water hose. But it just was well defended. And so I like that. So when I saw that ball being thrown by Landry again, at first I had that, oh, crap, here it goes again. But I'm like, hmm. Yeah. He threw a good ball at one time, and then he also did the uh, two-point conversion in the Philly special. He was the quarterback on that play. So I'm okay with that as long as it's um, Landry so throwing the ball. If yeah, it's Landry, a good passer rating right now. That, that That's good. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's what? what I, I think he's what? Uh, uh, two for three uh, for yeah. like. A hundred and or like well eighty five yards or something like that. I'm actually kind of curious. I'm going to look this up here. Uh, but yeah, that, that was. I uh, mean, well, yeah, well, well, I don't know. Are we counting that two point conversion? I don't think those count for your stat lines, do they? It should be yardage wise, at yeah, least. True. So I mean, there's you know what five yards. Yeah, I mean a two point conversion. I mean it has to. I mean I'll count it. So yeah, I mean. It, his 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 QBR is good. His rating's pretty good. I mean, I, I just couldn't believe that pass. And going back to what you're saying about Hiller, um, I mean, you saw it. That quick pass to Hiller was probably, or the quick pitch to him was probably one of my favorite plays of that game. Um, the Baker Baker sold that play action again, and you got you got Hiller coming over on a um, option. Mm-hmm. You know, coming over and just boom, quick quick pitch to him. And then he takes his left arm and acts like he's, you know, tossing it out to Chubb. And it, it, it froze every single linebacker and made him go the opposite direction. I mean, that was brilliantly drawn up. I mean, hats off to Kitchens and his, you know, a huge Kitchens playbook guy. Oh, yeah. I love that um, playbook. Oh, yeah. And, and if you guys don't know, Kitchens does have his own Twitter account. His playbook has his own Twitter account. I do believe it's at Freddy's Playbook on Twitter. You guys could check it out. It's, it's a great account. Great account. 
I love like all these Browns uh, uh, Twitter accounts you see out there. Like you, you like literally five minutes after the the Browns possum, the uh, victory possum, or rally possum thing, there was a Twitter page for it. You just gotta of love course. that stuff. Of course, I mean it, we we are having fun in Cleveland for the first time in. Years, buddy. A decade. First time in years. Yeah. I think the first time in years. The first, what we we officially got eliminated from the playoffs last Saturday. I think this is the closest or longest it's furthest deep into the season that we got eliminated from playoffs since the 2007 season, where it was literally the last game. If if the Colts beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, we go to the playoffs. But they benched, you know, Peyton Manning because they already locked up their uh, spot. So that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're playing good football, good, meaningful football in December. And, I mean, it, it, and it feels great. It feels great. God, yes, it does. I mean. I mean, you know, next this coming week we have a little tougher task right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think it's going to get tough, especially going to Baltimore. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Yes. Um, but let's get back to this Bengals game a little bit. I mean, Joe Mixon had a breakout game against us earlier on the season. We was able to limit him to 68 yards. Uh, Driscoll was able to show his wheels a couple times. He had five rushers for 21 yards, but all in all, I mean, they, they ran the ball with four different people and only got a hundred, uh, 102 yards. I mean, we, we pretty much stopped the run game. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't read too much into Driscoll's quarterback rating. Cause yeah, I mean, he was, you know, 13 of 19 for two touchdowns, but I mean, we did sack him three times and he only had seven, you know, seven yards average for 133 yards. I mean, there's, not record-breaking numbers. I mean, he was getting fl- flustered a lot. Um, I mean, he didn't look. He didn't look like he knew what to do with the ball. He had negative passing yards at the half. So all those completions and everything like that. I mean, were for the second half when we pretty much. I mean, kind of like last game, we were up. We were up by big. We kind of let 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 our uh, foot off the throat a little bit and yep. kind of let let them squeak out. Kind of take their time and burn out the clock yeah. so we didn't have to waste you know all that time yeah and I, I think this past Bengals game was exactly like that I mean just you know letting them you know come into the fourth quarter letting them do whatever and uh you know kind of just work the clock uh, rotate guys in and out keep everybody fresh keep everybody healthy we knew they weren't going to put up freaking 23 points in the fourth quarter um granted it almost happened <laughs> but you know when, when it when it did matter um, the Joko caught that pass, broke out for a big yard, you know, runnage. Um, and then I even told a buddy, I was like, Hey, you know, if we're smart right here, we just kneel it down. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we did. Ball game. My favorite formation, the victory formation. Well, here's the thing is like, I listened to uh, a, a press conference of uh, Greg Williams uh, the week before talk about the, uh... <coughs> excuse me. We're not to go for it, not to go for it when kneel down and stuff like that. You talk about when he's in the red zone, there's, he's going to go for it almost every time except for victory formation. And this is as much as I wanted them to go, keep going for it, even though we had the game locked up to get that extra yeah. touchdown by Baker. I was like, I knew the second he went down at the two-yard line, I'm like, yeah, this game's done. It's over. We're not running another play. I was hoping we would at least just punch it in or something. But I knew, and I'm not complaining. By no means am I complaining about victory formation. It was just me wanting to Baker Mayfield get that fourth touchdown to make next week easier to break that record. And that's just me just rooting for the kid as a as an individual, and not me as a Browns fan. The Browns fan to me is like, hell yeah, we won. Who cares how it happened? We have more points than the yeah. other team. Don't care. We won. 
you know, I was, I was saying before the game, I want to put a, put a 50 to nothing, make it a statement game. But, you know, a statement is we won, you know. I mean, we and we I, allow, I mean, we kind of allowed them to, you know, score those 18 points. You know, yeah. they, they scored them quick. We were playing pre-event, you know. But when push came to shove, you know, we we shut them down and then drove down the field and got to victory formation and won that game. Well, one of the well, those uh, touchdowns was off a blocked punt, which uh, – uh, Amos Jones, please uh, 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 um, uh, go go find yourself into the unemployment line after this season. Please, 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 please find your life. It's, it sucks from going from, you know, back when we had Cribs and everything, we were one of the best special teams. Mm-hmm. You know, we had Cribs and Phil Dawson. We were we were money on special teams. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we weren't going to fuck special teams up. Yeah. And ever since then, the special teams have been one of our, you know, weaknesses. Well, I, I also, I, I don't think... Uh, a guy like Cribs could do what he did back then in today's game because of how much the special teams rules have changed over the last sure. uh, last three four years with kick returns and punt returns and formations like that. That doesn't help anything at all. And it seems like kickers become a dime a dozen anymore. Yeah, they they do. I mean, you can you can always find a kicker off the streets. I mean, you got to remember. I mean, there's 32 NFL teams, so 32 active kickers. The rest of them are just waiting for a job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, at any given time at training camp, a team has two to three kickers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and it's usually you know who's going to be. The other two are just legs to practice on for, like, special teams returns and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think. Exactly. I don't know. I don't go to training camp. <laughs> uh, I, I've never been to training so I would love to go to training camp one day. No, I would, just too. just kind of experience it. So... We talked about a little bit of offense, so defense. Actually, you know what? Yes. We should take a quick break. Let, let, let's, yeah, let's get into a quick break. Okay. Uh, this is the Absolute Browns, or Absolute 10 and 6, sorry. Uh, I am one of your hosts. I am Darth Batman. You can follow me at Darth Batman 1. And my buddy BTB over here will tell you what his one is. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at... Big Town underscore Brown. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter if you'd like. We are at T6 Podcast. And uh, we'll take a break and be right back. All right. We'll be right back. Hello. I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Absolute 10 and 6. I am Big Town Brown. Um, 
And with me, as always, coming off the commercial break is Dark Batman. We told you about our Twitter handles. Please go follow the Twitter page for both of us. Go follow it for the podcast. Um, I usually crack a beer after I say my name, but I'm going to do one for Darth since he is not drinking tonight. Darth, that one's for you, buddy. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And now I'll drink it for you as well. It's it's almost like bumming a cigarette and asking for a lighter. <laughs> um, yes, I will drink this for you, sir. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of like the opposite, though, because like you 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 get to enjoy it. You like I you already had it, so you're not losing anything. Now you just but yeah, but it's like but it's like if somebody's like, can I bump a smoke? And then you're like, yeah, here you go. And they're like, well, let me use your lighter. Like, damn, you want me to kick you in the lungs and uh, <laughs> or you want me to smoke it? Uh, yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Yeah. So let's get a little bit about defensive side of things. Um, defense looks solid, man. Uh, Denzel Ward, five tackles, uh, miles Garrett, five tackles, Larry Ogunjobi, five tackles. Uh, Jannard Avery had a monster game. Nice sack out. Yeah. Nice sack out of him. Um, peppers having another good game. Oh yeah. Uh, Joe Schobert having a great game, had a sack. Um, Joby had a sack, Big Larry, straight out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Everybody around here loves that kid. Um, I mean, great, great defensive stand. And, you know, not to blow too much smoke. We know the Bengals are kind of shit, but still. It was still fun. We got a lot of pressure on them. You know, uh, kept the you know kept the ball pretty much out of the Bengals' hand majority of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I mean, they, they did think- great. The thing is, this defense has been looking pretty good since the uh, the change, as we like to call it. And, and yeah. if you go back and you look at um, uh, uh, all the offenses that we've played, um, this has not been no easy task to be. I, no, I, I think we're like top five pass defenses in the league right now. And that is no easy task with our schedule because I believe we had like the second hardest passing yes. rating uh, 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 challenge for, for yeah. the schedule. I mean, look, yeah, look at all the, re- you know, primetime receivers we faced, you know. And, I mean, we're you know, we're doing pretty solid against them. Exactly. Receivers, quarterbacks, all of it. I mean, what? We had, we had Patrick Mahomes, uh, 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 Matt, Matt Ryan. Well, I'm, I'm talking about since the change. Matt Ryan. Okay. The, the uh, three quarters of Andy Dalton. Um, yep. Deshaun Watson. Uh, yep. uh, Cam Newton. Uh What's his name? Uh, Mr. Bronco dude. <laughs> Case Keenum. Yeah, um, and then yeah, Driscoll. Yeah. No, the last two haven't been too hard. And you, you, like you said, go back. Uh, hey, but you know what? Keenum, Keenum's having a pretty good year. Yeah, yeah. But even go, you look look back at, at the earlier, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees, uh, Darnold, which is doing looking better, Carr, uh, Flacco, Rivers, Winston. Those are all the quarterbacks we've played this year. I mean, couldn't we get, you know, a, uh, well, I was like, can't we get a Jeff Driscoll? But we just did. We just did. <laughs> why, well, actually, well, why can't we get like a Josh Allen or something like that? You know, one of those guys. But no, we had to play all these uh, uh, high-flying quarterbacks this year. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, defense, defense is playing solid. Um, one thing that, you know, I kind of don't like and. I mean, it was it was touched on with Greg Williams and training camp and everything. Is 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 how Ward tackles. Yeah, and it, he was kind of the, um, you know, uh, taste of your own medicine type thing. I mean, he leads with his head a lot. He leads with his shoulders a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, the concussions were bound to happen on him. 
But I mean, he's he's going out there flying around. Same thing he did in college. Uh, big hits, big flying around, uh, always around the ball, ball hawk type guy. And it, it, it's kind of it's kind of getting to him. I mean, I mean, what? How many concussions is this for him now? This is just his second one ever. Okay, so second one ever, but second one in the league. I know, I know, I know, I know. It but, has it has. But here's the thing: is has it been officially officially called a concussion? You can be in the yeah, concussion I mean, protocol. No, no. Just the because you're in the protocol right doesn't mean you necessarily have a concussion. He could not be. He he, he may not be fully concussed. They may bro, be just being you, overprotective. Just bro. no, I know, I know, I know. I just just let up? me have my optimism here. Don't rain on my freaking parade right now. It could be not fully that bad. So don't no, you're not allowed talking about it no more. We're moving on from that right now. Bro, so did you see that Ogan Joby sack? That was pretty awesome. You know, that was, was, uh, that was awesome. Big Larry going straight to What's that? I know we're kind of on the defense right now, but I just got to touch on it. You know what else is fucking awesome? What's that? Is the way that, the way the Browns stood up for Baker Mayfield. Oh, oh Oh, yeah. When he got tackled out of bounds. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, instantly, instantly. Oh yeah. Landry over there, throwing people off him, get off my quarterback. I mean, have we ever seen that with a Browns quarterback? No, no. I was actually, uh, uh, listening to CBD, uh, and they were actually talking about that since, you know, Nathan Zagura has been here there, since the uh, 2014 season. He's never seen it. And they've seen a defender pretty much try to rip Johnny Football's head off. Um, and I think uh, Gibbs, who's also on there, uh, he's been here. Yeah. Been, I mean, he's been a local Browns fan forever, and he's never seen it since the return. Never. Dude, I have never I have never seen. And that's something we've, we talked about, I think it was last season, about, mm-hmm. you know, the fight and the moxie in this team. Yeah. And then, you know, we're, we're, we're done being the fucking doormats, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we have, a, we have a leader on offense in Baker Mayfield. That's, that's telling everybody, I don't know if you heard any of his presser today, his exact words were, I didn't come here to make friends with anybody outside the locker room. Exactly. Love it. Love it. Yeah. He makes and, me want to be his by, friend now. Yeah. And by, and by saying that he's pretty much saying like, I don't care about you and I don't care about you and mm-hmm. I don't care about you. If yeah. you're not in this organization, I don't care about you. Yeah. And his exact statement, he said it twice leading up to this game. If you don't want to play for us, get out. Exactly. I love it. And uh, speaking of Landry, um, I was actually talking to my fiance. There was a play, and I don't remember the exact play, what happened. I know he caught the ball on, like, on the sideline. Excuse me. And I think it got pushed. Oh, when, when he stood up and just looked at looked at the dog pound? Yeah. Are you talking about that one? I think where he just kind of like, like like gave this like death glare off to the side. Like, oh, like, yeah. like he was about to like punch somebody in the head. Oh, yeah. What I love about I mean, Landry, he does that stuff. He antagonizes. He almost – he is almost like the borderline diva wide receiver. But he's not there to the point where it's annoying. He just does it enough to just get in the other team's head, but he's not like an Odell Beckham where he's going to have a mental breakdown and start making out with a kicking net. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's the moxie of this team, bro. We're, we're not the doormats anymore. Yeah. You know, like Baker like Baker said, you know, when you come to Cleveland, you need the fear coming to Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Because we, because we ain't no pushovers. Exactly. And, and I, that's kind of the whole team's mentality. And I think that mentality kind of starts with Greg Williams. Starts up top. Yes, I, I completely agree on that. Um, I, I, I love I love what Williams has done with this team. I love what Freddie's done. I love what I mean. Everything that's happened this year, other than you know Hugh being here to begin with, sure was fan- fantastic. 
And you know, I was I was willing to give Hugh benefit of the doubt coming into the season. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I really was, and I, I think I think a lot of people were. You know, I mean, you you take those you take those two years with Shashu Brown. Yeah, you take the first year. We, I mean, you take collectively both of those years. We knew we weren't going to be shit relevant mm-hmm. until the third year. The third year was supposed to be our year. But then you take you take situational stuff, you know, coming into you know games and everything, and uh, the clock management and the play, you know, the play calling was suspect with Haley, and, and, and you know, from what I heard now, word on the street. Now I don't have the most creditable source, but I do know a guy. All right, and from what I hear, there was something said between Hugh and Baker in the locker room during the Pittsburgh game that ultimately led to Hugh's firing. Mm-hmm. Now. Like I said, I, I I can't really say nothing because the guy that I heard this from, I don't want to give his name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of trust the guy. You know, mm-hmm. he's got connections, mm-hmm. um, and that would explain a lot. And you know, especially if it was something like you know, hey, he wants to put Tyrod in. You know, kind of switch some spark up. I mean, he, Hugh's been known to do that in the past. Oh, if Hugh's that was that it. If that and was I'm it, thinking, yeah. I am thinking that that is it right there. Oh. And that is ultimately, oh. and from what I hear, it was a heated argument and Baker pretty much told him to go fuck yourself and, you know, blah, 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 this. And it was, it was pretty heated from what I hear. Oh, oh yeah. If, if, if not saying this is true, but ha, ha, had it been true, why he didn't get fired right there on the spot and, you know, had Freddie Kitchens come out there and like, you're calling plays. Uh, Haley, you go stand there and look like an asshole like you always do. And Greg, you start yelling at people because that's what you do best. Just go up there and do that. And, I, and, and it, it kind of would explain a lot of the underlying moxie, you know, hate towards Hugh Jackson that Baker Mayfield has. Oh, yeah. Because if you look at it, like, without saying that, like, Baker really has no reason to, like, hate Hugh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it, it kind of seems, and like, it kind of seems like he really fucking dislikes the guy. Yeah, and the thing is, with Baker's personality, he wouldn't just overt, overtly just hate somebody like that, even if he just, you know, an ex coach went to another team, so happened that's one of your rivals. I don't think he would do that if it wasn't something else other than yeah. something that you personally did. And if you personally did something, it doesn't surprise me. I'm not. I wouldn't be shocked one bit about it. I wouldn't put money against it that he didn't say something to make himself look like a foolish ass because that's what Hugh does. Yes, yes he does. Yes he does. Yes he does. All right, with that, let's let's take another little short break and we'll get into the final segment of this episode, guys. Yes, sir. We'll be right we'll be back. back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Absolute 10 and 6. Um, of course, as always, I had a beer, Darth had a beer, so this is our beer together because we are co-hosts of the show. And uh, I am Big Town Brown, and you are Darth Batman. Uh, Darth, uh, you know, where do you, you normally watch the games at home, don't you? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. Yeah, with you, you watch them with your fiancé. Yes, yes, we do. 
So, you know, I go down to my local Browns backers bar here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, we meet at Flight Music Beer Hall, home of the Carolina Browns backers. Um, and you know, we talked about this before, Darth. Certain traditions or whatever, you know, if if the Browns win, you got to wear the same T-shirt. If the, you know, if the Browns win and you did this pregame, you got to do it again. You know, yeah. Certain superstitions. Yes, so, sir. me and my buddy Bruce, big shout out to Bruce. He always sits next to me with his wife that I can never remember her name. She's gonna smack me in the head when I see her again because they <laughs> both listen to the podcast. Um, and and I follow both of them on Facebook too, but I can never remember her name like when I see her. But she is the better half of Bruce. So anyway, we always sit together. We always BS back and forth. You know, did you, you know, did you do this pregame? Did you do that pregame? Rituals, rituals, this, that, and the other. So we have like this ritual, not really ritual, like kind of superstition. So every game that we've won, right? Mm-hmm. There has been PBR on tap. Me and Bruce have been there together. And in the urinals of flight is these little Pittsburgh Steelers urinal cakes. That is awesome. So you can sit there and piss on the Steelers, right? <laughs> now, I mean, you know urinal cakes. I mean, there, some people call them urinal biscuits, urinal cookies, hockey pucks, toilet pucks, yeah. toilet lollies, trough lollies, urinal donuts, whatever. I mean, they're essentially just little disinfectant blocks that, you know, um, you, you piss on it. It doesn't smell like piss. And it, it, it kind of helps with the environment, you know. Now, don't eat them. Don't eat the urinal cakes, Darth. No matter what they tell you, <laughs> they might be called donuts. Uh, don't eat them. All right. Don't eat these fucking urinal cakes. So, anyway, we're sitting there. We're sitting there during the Panthers game. And my buddy Rob that sits next to us comes comes over and says, uh, it says, ah, oh, man, they don't have the Pittsburgh ones in there today. So, immediately, me and Bruce are like, what the fuck? You know, we need to get somebody on this. So I asked the bar, you know, the bar manager kindly, and he relates because he he listens to the podcast too. Uh, huge shout out to him. Huge shout out to Flight Music of Beer Hall, Charlotte, North Carolina, home of the Carolina Browns backers. Um, so I, I tell him, and I tell him in a way that like, hey, buddy, you know, um, I just noticed that now they have Clemson ones because they are the home of the Gamecocks, the South Carolina Gamecocks. Okay. Being down in North Carolina, there's a huge Gamecocks following down here. You know, their heat of rivalry is Clemson. So I tell him, say, hey, buddy, you know, you got the Clemson urinal cakes in there still. Um, but, you know, I just feel like every time I piss on that, I'm pissing on orange, you know. And he's like, and he's like, yeah, dude. You know, yeah, I, I, I totally, because he's a huge Browns fan. You know, yeah, I totally understand. And I'm like, dude, so, like, what can we do to, like, get these, you know, get these bad boys changed out? You know, and he's like, dude, don't worry about it. I got you. I got you. Totally got you. And I, I just thought he was, like, blowing smoke up my ass and, you know, kind of, kind of blew me off, you know? Mm-hmm. So about 20 minutes goes by. And of course, Bruce is tapping me on the shoulder. He's like, did they change him? Did they change it? I'm like, Rob, you're on the, uh, you're on the urinal cake duty. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, dude, like literally go to the bathroom and see if they switched out to the Pittsburgh Steelers urinal cakes. You know, we need to know. And he's like, dude, I'm not walking all the way to the damn bathroom. And then like, as soon as he said that, me and Bruce are just staring at him. He's like, I'll be right back. <laughs> so, so he comes back two minutes later. He's like, we're good, baby. We're good. And of course, what you know it, we went on to win that game. The urinal cakes have never been switched out back to Clemson because, well, you know, it's kind of football off season right now. Um, I would imagine that uh, Saturday they will have the Clemson ones in there because um, it's kind of bowl season, you know, every, everything's starting up. Um, but, you know, you know, it's just kind of one of our superstitions, uh, kind of one of our rituals that, you know, everything's kind of be 
kind of got to be a little perfect. I know you got one that, you know, Sock Nose has to be watching. Um, you know, now Sock Nose does have such a great track record as PBR Bruising Urinal Cakes does. Well, actually, my, my, my new thing is forgetting to DVR the game. Every game that I have forgotten to DVR, yeah. we won. And I'm including the, the game that the ref stole from us for the Raiders game. So I always forget to now, DVR is this, the game. Is this, now, are you a – now, at this point in time, are you like a fake – you fake forget to DVR it? No, no, I literally just forget about it. Like, I'm more obsessed with Baker Mayfield and watching Baker Mayfield. I don't even think about DVRing any games anymore. It's not that, like, oh, I should DVR this game. No, I'm not going to because I got to forget. No, I just straight up forget that I even have a DVR and I can record games. And I'm just too busy worrying about too excited. Like, like second I wake up in yeah. the morning, yeah. Sunday mornings, throw on NFL uh, Network, start watching yeah. uh, a good morning football. Absolutely. I mean, literally, from – and I used to not do that. It used to be, like, I wait till like – I'll throw in the pre pregame on like CBS yeah. or whatever it was, but no, every morning football on. And if I if if I don't want to watch uh, watch that, I'll throw on a podcast or something like that. And me me and the uh, 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 fiance will listen to that stuff or watch that stuff while she does her gets her stuff down. Like she'll start maybe she'll do di- uh, like uh, laundry and stuff like that because she knows a girl. when girl. when when football starts. You're sitting down with me. You're gonna watch the game, which is no problem because she loves the game. She knows this. Oh, yeah. She's pretty good about. It. She knows, like players by the numbers, uh, which numbers, which player. It. She knows all the players' names. Not like, I mean, other than like you know, like uh, uh, Chris Smith or whoever that guy is, but like the background guys. She may not know all their names, like you and me. But well, Dark, she, let's let's do this because I know we we're kind of we were kind of talking about it. Uh, I mean, the wedding's got to be soon. You got to wipe this girl up. Well, yeah. Gotta wipe this girl up. So it's, let's do this. It's, it's next I'll October. Ordained, I'll become an ordained minister. And I will wed you guys during a football game at First Energy Stadium. Uh, <laughs> that would be pretty interesting. Uh, <laughs> we don't I, have to tell your parents, her parents, you know, I'm whatever. Not, I'm not making no commitments on it right now. Um you can't put me on the spot hey, there, I bud. Get I get it. She might not be the one, you know. Oh no, 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 no. She is. Five years together, she is. I I have converted her from a Cowboys fan to a Browns fan, like straight up Browns fan. Yeah, but everybody's easily converted these days. I mean, no, no, you no, went no, from no, the no, Packers no. to the Browns. No, 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 no. I'm talking about. I mean, even last year when we were 0 16, she was still like adamantly with the Browns, and it's now gotten even more so. But she didn't. Now, now I got to take some credit for this, Darth, because she didn't become a, di- a quote unquote diehard fan until we got together for the Ravens game, the first Ravens game. Hmm. She didn't become a quote-unquote diehard fan. Diehard, no, but she was an avid follower of the Browns. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. after that game, she was diehard now. Yeah, well. So I got to take a little bit of credit as your, I mean, you know, on- online better half. I'm not, 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 not going to argue with that, Mr. Uh, BTB, because you are the reason we actually had the meet up to begin with the first year. It started out yeah. with somebody giving you free ticket, and then you saying I had to go with you, even though the foot the week beforehand he offered me the ticket, and I said I don't think I'd be able to go, and I end up going. With those, oh, you're t- definitely going. I would I would have drove three and a half hours past the stadium just to pick you up. Uh... <laughs> yeah, shout out to shout out to Dogs by Nature, by the way. Uh, such a great website, such oh, a yeah. great community. I mean, you know, I. I have been a part of both of the meetups. I know. I know you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Finney has. Jenna Tonic and and, and Bertie Kozar's God were there 
first year, couldn't make a second year. Dave Dog, huge shout out to Dave Dog. Oh yeah. Not only not only does he take you in, Darth, and give you a place to stay, but he brings a freaking grill. I know. He's let Anybody me stay at his place twice. The grill is the man. He brought he he let me stay at his place twice last year. Once yeah. this year, got me tickets to the Indians game free of charge. His friends got yeah. us uh, uh, post game in field awesome stuff. I mean, I mean, there is no other person better Dave than Dave Dog out there. Yeah, and I mean, you you got guys like you know you got guys like Sosa Patrick Childlurker didn't even go to the game. But, all he all he did is drive to Cleveland, buy about forty beers. Wait, he didn't with us. He, let, him, let us drink the beers. He didn't go to the game. I thought no, he went to the game. No, no, dude. He he drove to Cleveland with his wife, and I think his daughter was there. No, 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 no. You're thinking of two different people's man. You're no, the no, no, no. I am not. I am not. Sociopath did not go to the game. He Soci- drove there with his wife. Sociopath. I think his daughter didn't was bring there. his wife. I think his daughter was there. No, you're talking. She of- went out. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about two different people, Darth. We'll talk about the other person in a minute. Sociopath brought beers, craft beers, really good craft beers, probably about 40 of them. Showed up at the tailgate, had his wife drop off the tailgate, had his wife shopping in downtown Cleveland, had his wife pick him up after the tailgate, and then he left. Huge shout out to that guy just for coming to the meetup. The guy you're talking about is my guy, your guy, everybody's guy, Brown Cow. The guy with the sock nose tattoo. Yes. He drove down with his mom and his daughter. Okay. Okay. And didn't go to the game. Okay. So there was two guys that didn't go to the game. Okay. I know you didn't probably recognize those Pat Childlooker because he was kind of hanging out in the background, back behind a bush, oh, yeah. being all weird and shit, how he does. Yeah. Yeah. And by then I was well, uh, Darth by then. You were, you were, you were well, um, well into the garage. Yes. Yes. Say. Yes, I was. Let's just say. So anyway, let's let's get back into the thick of things. Um, we covered a little bit about the tailgate, the meetup. Hey, and everybody out in uh, Dogs by Nature Land, like I said, huge shout out to that community. If you ever want to get a hold of the meetup, uh, we do it every year. Uh, I think that we're going to start doing right around week five. Uh, email me, email Darth, email whoever, and just just get involved. I mean, it's it's fun, it's interactive. You meet the guys that you talk to online all day you know that sounds kind of creepy you know hey come meet come meet some guys that uh, you've been talking to online you know yeah yeah but hey we're, we're all of age you know <laughs> uh, it's no dateline nbc over here no no, no 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 so uh let, let's let, let's uh let's skip into this uh this week 17 last week of the year yes yes, yes. and all i want to do is win 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 no matter what yeah, yeah. I don't care. I don't care who's going to the playoffs. I know we're not going to the playoffs. That's totally fine by me. Yeah. So having when... a winning record, Darth. Yeah. Bro, look at look at what we did beginning of the season, right? Yeah. And kind of how the season played out. Now we predicted eight and eight. You know, a couple people are a little bit optimistic over that. You know, and I said, you know, hey, playoffs are easily reachable. Blah 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 blah. You know, but I'm pretty sure I did go on the record of saying, you know, hey, we'll you know we'll just barely miss the playoffs. You know. But I mean, eight and eight. Now, if we finish eight, eight, seven, and one, you might as well call that eight and eight, mm. or just call it eight and a half to seven. It's still winning because we've won more games than we lost games. So exactly, exactly, exactly. Now, you take the whole factor in. You know, hey, we're playing the Ravens. Cincinnati's playing the um, Steelers. Um, if we lose, 
the Ravens are getting in. If we win, Pittsburgh's getting in. Mm-hmm. So, Darth, who's who's more hated in your eyes, Baltimore or Pittsburgh? I don't care. No, I'm, well, I mean, well, I know, like, oh, coming from a Packers fan, how could you? Well, well no, 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 no. I I hate the fucking Vikings. <laughs> No, actually, I, I love those dudes over at the Daily North, uh, to be honest with you, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, who shout out to the Daily North and whoever drives Subarus over there? That's <laughs> what they're all about, tailgating and Subarus. But no, no, no it, honestly, I'd have to say Pittsburgh Steelers fans yeah. because there are, like, I've literally met three Ravens fans in my entire lifetime on this side of Ohio. It's usually... The Steelers fans who look like they haven't took a shower in like five days and uh, yeah yeah I mean literally like like you're you're wearing this dirty nasty uh, uh, stuff now I will say that I do have several friends who are Steelers fans who aren't complete sure. pricks and I like yep. that it's fun to go back and forth with each other on that stuff because you know sometimes you your friends and you are, are you you have friends who are idiots when it comes to sports. <laughs> But you know, oh, dude. Well, you know, I'm I'm married to a Steelers fan. Yeah. You know, she's she's a diehard. I mean, she's from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Her family has season tickets. Lower level, like right around the thirty yard line. I've been there for Browns and Steelers game. Great freaking seats. Her whole family's diehard Pittsburgh fans. So you know, over the holidays, I was hanging out with them, and you know, I I was even like talking to her brother in law that's a huge football fan. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I showed him this tweet from the uh, Pittsburgh Clothing Company that had a uh, black shirt and then all gold. It said, here we go, brownies, here we go. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, check this shit out. And he was like, dude, I should get that and wear it to the game. And I was like, hell yeah, you should, you know? And like, you know, and all of her, like her family's, you know, her cousins and everything texted me too. Like, hey, you know, they don't, see the thing about like, like Pittsburgh is like, they don't hate the Browns mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. They don't hate the Browns, like how we hate them. But we hate Pittsburgh more so as like a, a big brother that just always, you know, always beats you on the basketball. Court, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And always rubs your nose in it. You mm-hmm. know. But you know, like like Steelers always look at us and they're like, you know, well, LOL Browns. You know, yeah. well, it's not LOL Browns anymore, and they they kind of know that, you know, and yeah, and you know, so you know, they're they're pulling for us. You know, both games. I mean, you know this. Both games were flexed to four twenty five this week, mm-hmm. which I don't I don't know why the hell you. Why the hell you do that? I mean, maybe, maybe one's going to be on CBS and the other one's going to be on Fox. I don't know. Yeah, nationally, you would think that's you, the only. You you would that's think the only reason I could see. You would think because the the Pittsburgh game because it you almost I mean other than Pittsburgh crap in the bed you'd almost expect the outcome of the Pittsburgh game just because it's Driscoll and company. Uh, but I, I and it's in Pittsburgh too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But now you now you got the. So, like, I would almost, like, if I was NFL, I'd almost play that Pittsburgh game at 1 o'clock. That's what I'm saying. And then put that, and then put that Browns-Ravens game on after that national yeah. television. Yeah, because you know? because it's not saying it's going to be an automatic win because you never automatically win a game. Yeah, but there's, Sunday, exactly. there's a better chance of the Pittsburgh Ravens – or Pittsburgh Ravens. <laughs> Pittsburgh uh, Steelers beating the Bengals uh, uh, hold handily. So you yes. have that game wrapped up, and now you got all these Pittsburgh fans watching this Browns Ravens game, rooting for the fucking Browns like no other. But well, that- my brother-in-law was even was even talking to me, and he lives over in Germany right now, over in Stuttgart. But he was he was home for the holidays, and uh, you know, like I said, they got season tickets, so he'll be at the game Sunday. And he's like, dude, he's like, I guarantee that they'll have like 
like not the score tracker on like you know bottom of the scoreboard, mm-hmm. but the score solely on the Browns and Ravens. Mm-hmm. And every time the Browns do something, I bet this place goes nuts. Oh yeah, and I'm oh, like, yeah. dude, send me videos of that. I love to see it. I mean, you got to think like when the Browns when the Browns moved, there was two teams that hated it: Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Yeah. Now Pittsburgh did vote for it because they went with the majority. Buffalo is the only team that voted against it. I thought Pittsburgh voted for it or for against it. Did they? I know yeah. Buffalo did. Yeah, no, it was it was Rooney. Yeah, yeah, that okay. was that's okay. the only well, saving grace. Only true. saving grace about them is they voted no for the trade. And I, I was w- actually I was actually reading an article uh, earlier that um, was talking about the last game against um, Pittsburgh and the Browns. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Pittsburgh beat us. Uh, but there was Pittsburgh fans hugging Browns fans, you know, hate to see you guys go because it was a heated rivalry back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it know, was... it, and that's that's what I think that's kind of going to turn into. Now, to be a heated rivalry, there's got to be competition. And with Ben Roethlisberger kind of going out, they got to find a quarterback in the future. Um, but, I mean, it, it, it's it's turned around to the, to the point where the Browns ain't the doormats of the AFC North, buddy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and, and you got you got guys like uh, Roethlisberger on his way out. Uh, Dalton, they're probably going to find a solution too soon. And uh, Flacco, you know, he's probably on his maybe next year, probably the year after. Last year's out, you know. Yep, 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 yep. So I mean, the the, the Ravens game has, to me, it has higher implications on what happened, and you know what happens, and kind of like how you were saying. Um, you could probably chalk up the Pittsburgh win against Cincinnati. They're they're definitely going to win that fucking game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely going to win that game. There's there's no way in hell that Roethlisberger, AB, you know, they're going to lose that game. There's no way in hell. Cincinnati, Driscoll in Pittsburgh, and all you got to do is win, and then you know, well, you have to win your part. Now they need us to win, which is oh, so bittersweet, darn. So bittersweet. Yeah. Join the bandwagon. There's plenty. There's plenty of room, ladies and gentlemen. There's plenty of room on the bandwagon. Don't listen to anybody says. If you want to be a Browns fan, come on in. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I have no problem with the Browns fan. The water's warm. Guys. I have no problem. Everybody, everybody, get a Mayfield jersey. The water's warm. So, what do you think, uh, Darth? Um, let's kind of start wrapping this up. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Uh, give me a score prediction. Oh. Baltimore. Baltimore. Cleveland. Who? All right. Who? Who's winning? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, the Browns. Okay. Okay. Score. Mm, I think we're gonna be able to stop there. Twenty-one sixteen. Okay. 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 So Pittsburgh goes to the playoffs. That's fine. I don't care. But as long as we okay, win. That's fine. That's fine. I am gonna go the opposite, just because of what implications it has and. It it just seems like every time we ride the high horse, we get smacked down and back to reality. And I keep saying this every time, you know. But you know, look at look at what it is. I mean, it's it's Baltimore sitting at nine and six. We're sitting at seven seven and one. We're going into Baltimore. All Baltimore has to do is win the game and get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, eh, I, I I just don't see him losing. I see him as being the you know the the more complete. Well, I wouldn't say more complete more experienced team coming into this game. More experienced team coming into this game. Now, we are going to come in this game with fight. We're going to come in this game with hunger because Baker Mayfield and the Led Browns doesn't give a shit. 
They don't give a shit if they're not going to the playoffs. Mm-mm. They want to win. They want to win every game. But I just think that, you know, fuck. I got really no good explanation for for it. Besides, I'm not picking the Browns to win because the last time I did, we lost. <laughs> so I'm not picking the Browns to win. Fair enough. Ravens win 21-7. Okay. Okay. Bold, bold predictions for the game? Bold prediction. Baker Mayfield breaks Tom Brady's, or not Tom Brady, uh, Pate Manning's rookie record. Okay, okay. My bold prediction is Miles Garrett has a pick six. Ooh, ooh. The question is, do, do Baltimore have a quarter? Do they have a quarterback on their team? Yeah. Who? Mr. Elite, Joe Flacco. No, he's not playing. Oh, well then, no. They have a receiver that throws the ball. I thought they had a running back who throws the ball. I thought he was a receiver. That's what I heard in uh, drive time. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, with that said, we are going to wrap this up. I know we're going to piss so many people off with that comment right there. and I, I love it. Yeah, no. fuck them. You know what? If they're not on this team, I ain't trying to make friends outside the locker room. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, 2018, bitch. Uh, yes, yes. All right, so with that said, fuck Pittsburgh. Yes. Hey, and fuck Baltimore. Yeah, fuck yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah. You know what? Fuck the Colts. Fuck the fucking Vikings. Fuck the hey. Raiders. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're getting a little too carried away there, man. Fuck them all. <laughs> all right. I think with that, I think we should call it a night. Uh, we will see you guys hopefully this time next week with another victory formation. Sounds good. Go Browns. Go Browns. But what would you say if you knew my plans? Then who are you? Oh, and you call down an anchor stare. And if they told you what, then why are you standing there? All of my My name is Spencer Hall. My name is Jason Kirk. My name is Ryan Nanny. And when we combine, we form the, the Shutdown, Shutdown Fullcast. I keep telling you, we're not Voltron. The Shutdown Fullcast is technically a college football podcast, but it's also a show about lawn care disasters, regional grocery stores we love, Tennessee Batman, homeowners associations, Bears and video games. I mean, there's also some actual football discussion, like about coaches having huge contracts or coaches making terrible decisions or coaches saying really stupid things. Or the NCAA saying really stupid things. Yeah, there's lots of stupid things in this big, dumb, beautiful sport. Sometimes we talk about football games. Allegedly. If you want to take college football exactly as seriously as it deserves to be taken, come find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts like this one. The Shutdown Fullcast. It's not Voltron.